Welcome into this edition of the College Fantasy Football Gurus podcast. We are on episode 18. No Max today, but I think we got a little bit of an upgrade. Carter, welcome back to the show. How are you? Good. How's it going, man? You know, I've been on here with Max, you know, the last couple of weeks and it's been going. Max has been cleared of concussion protocol, but it's glad that it's it's really nice to have you back with us. Carter, what is your uh, take on the season so far? Your fantasy seasons? What have you noticed? What things are surprising you? Well, um, I'd like to say Ohio State's looking like they should. Really, really digging that. I did not miss this. <laughs> um, in our uh, industry, like Pod League, my team is an absolute dumpster fire. So yes, coin for me and Max's key phrase. What's your yes. record right now, Carter? Do you know uh, off the top of your head? Two and four. It's team. My team's horrible. So it's not good. Yeah, not looking good. Yeah, that's and, okay, Carter. Yeah, I'd say the biggest surprise maybe would probably be how good Isaiah Hodgins is. Yeah. Well, hey. I guess when I like going into the season, we definitely didn't expect anything from him, but with Oregon State being I mean, they're better this year, but typically they always play from behind, so they got to just mm-hmm. chuck it to stay in the game. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it was surprising me, but he's good. He's yeah, really he's, good. He's very good. All right. Well, without further ado, Carter, let's get into some starts and sits. All right. So let's dive into these quarterbacks first. Uh, Cole McDonald versus Boise State. Are you going to start him or are you going to sit him, Carter? Um, I think I'm going to start him this week. Um, I don't know how – I don't think they're going to probably win, but if they're behind, he's going to have to throw it, obviously. Yeah, and, and this one's interesting because you know that Cole McDonald is going to throw the ball 40 times a game. Like, they don't yes. have a running game. Like, regardless of who they're playing, he is chucking it the whole time. So I think he has the opportunity to put up numbers, but Boise State's tough. That's the deal, but yeah, you can't really bench him. I feel like he's no. kind of one of those guys, especially in air raid. You can't bench him. I think you got to roll Cole McDonald. He's he's had four passing touchdowns every week except for one, and that's when yeah. they played Washington, which is a solid defense. And I know Boise State's solid, but I don't think there are any in Washington's caliber. Mm-mm. And with Cole McDonald, it's like, look, you got to temper your expectations a little bit going into this week, but. You can still roll them out there and expect maybe at the at worst three hundred yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, I would agree. So we're both going to start Cole McDonald. Next up is Sean Clifford. He is at Iowa. No, nope, no, thank you. Not a chance. No, thank you. Just because Iowa drags the game down to their speed every time. Yep. Um, and it's yeah. not even. I mean, that's one of the key factors, Carter. But another thing is Iowa. I know Iowa and Michigan's game was horrible. If you watch that game, like it was god awful. I think the final score was ten to three. Yeah, like you don't want to start any quarterback that's in a game no. like that. I mean, you're right. You prove a good point. Iowa's gonna slow the game down. Plus, Iowa's defense is good. And as an Iowa State fan, that is hard for me to admit to give credit to a good rival. But look, Iowa's defense is smash mouth, hit you in the face football. I know Penn State's looked good, but if you can find a better option on the wire, I wouldn't I'm not against benching uh, Sean Clifford this week. I, I am curious to see how good Penn State is, their offense. Did, they've, they've been blowing mm-hmm. people out, but like to face a true defense like Iowa has, it will be a true test for them. 
Yeah. This next one, Trevor Lawrence uh, versus Florida State. This one's weird because I don't trust what part of Clemson's offense is going to go off. See, I think I'm going to start him just because it's like a bigger game. And I feel like Trevor Lawrence, same with like Tua, they're the Tua less than this. But in bigger games, you want to start these these caliber players. I mean, if they play a crappy school, they're barely going to be in or they're just going to run it and be up just like that. So I think these games that maybe just are more of a rivalry game and probably more high high of caliber would be a better position to start him. Yeah, and I agree with you that I know this year Clemson's offense from a CFF um, kind of perspective hasn't been what necessarily we've thought. There's been moments of ETN just murdering people, but then there's been moments where Trevor Lawrence had a day. And it's been hard to pinpoint which receiver's been going off. So, yeah, I kind of agree with you, though, because you know Florida State's offense is competent enough to keep this a game. Yeah, I mean, he's really – Trevor Lawrence really hasn't been all that great. I mean, he's thrown eight touchdowns and has five picks and has, like, a 62% completion percentage. But, I don't know, I feel like these games that are just bigger, you almost you, – you can't expect him to score, like, 45 points. No, 40, but, but – like, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Maybe like a bounce back game for him. I could see Lawrence going for like 280, 300 yards and like three touchdowns. I could yeah. see him having a nice game. Yep. This next one is Sean Chambers versus San Diego State. Now, just simply nothing against Sean Chambers. He's been great this year. But San Diego State, regardless of how bad their offense has been, their defense is lights out. Like, and especially San Diego State. I know they haven't been great at running the ball this year, but they're still going to kind of, like you said with Iowa, they're going to kind of slow the game down a little bit. Yeah, I, this one's tough. Um, he's, it, had it two, tough. he's had two back-to-back really good weeks. Um, and San Diego State does have a really good defense. Oh, man, I'm torn between this one. Um, what's, what's San Diego State's record? I don't think they're that great. I yeah. don't have it pulled up right in front of me, but I know yeah. their rushing defense is on the definitely on the better half. Yeah, because he he does run the ball quite a bit. Yes. So just to go different from you, I'm going to say start him. Yeah, I mean here's just... here's what I'll say, Carter's disclaimers. Like, you can do a lot worse than Sean Chambers yes. at Sandy. Like he can still have a fine game. It's just don't expect anything crazy. Yeah. Um, this last one on the quarterbacks. I threw this in. You might not have seen it, but Khalil Tate versus Washington. Are you starting Khalil Tate if you have him? He played well. I think he's still a little banged up, but he played well against Colorado, threw for like 400 yards and three touchdowns. So he got it done with his arm, but he's playing Washington. I don't know Washington, what team Washington is going to show up either, though. So I know. Because, oh, man. It's, it's at, hit, they've been hit or miss this year. It's it's at Washington, I believe. Okay. Um, man, he had a really good game last week. I just don't feel comfortable benching yeah. Khalil Tate. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna agree with you on that one. Yeah, I think you you start big game. Him. Yeah, big start game. your studs. I think it's the notion of start your studs, and it's kind of yeah, like the big game thing, like you said. Mm. Now we're about to get a little weird. We go on to the running backs. His little Mac, Mac special for us here. Cam Akers against Clemson. Hell no. Jeez, I don't. 
here's the deal, man. It's like, as much as I want to say hell no to it, it's like Clemson's ah, Florida State has to keep up somehow, and Cam Akers is all they have, right? I mean, sure yeah. they have some weapons on the outside, but I think Cam Akers is going to have to be involved. Where I think he could very he's going to get twenty touches. He's guaranteed twenty touches in this game, even more. So but what if what if they can't even get it going? Like they might just give up on it. Right, and they have to play from behind. It's tough. I think you start him just because start your studs. I think that's what it's going to come down to, but I do not feel good about that. I do not feel no, good about I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% no. But. All right. That's why we do this, Carter. This yes. is why we do this great exercise is because we're going to have contradicting op- opinions. Charles Williams at Vandy. No. Um, yeah, no. He's had uh, two rough, pretty rough weeks. Um, I know he played Boise last week, but um, he's going to probably face a similar defense with Vandy with the SEC, so then they're yeah, probably going to get blown out. They'll probably get blown out, and UNLV's um, using a new quarterback this week, so that's also kind of an interesting thing, especially on the road against an SEC school. Nothing against Charles Williams. He's had good games. He played well against Northwestern earlier in the season, but – I think you can find someone better. And I know Vandy isn't great. Like, I know no. Northern Illinois kind of played him close-ish. but It's still look, an SEC defense. Yeah, so. and you're playing – and you're breaking in a new quarterback. I'm, I'm going to stay away there. I'm going to bench him. This is a very interesting one, Carter. We even talked about this before we came on air. Artavius Pierce versus Utah. Oh, God. This and is I'll tough. T- yeah. I'll come out of the gates right now and say I'm not starting him. But here's my reasoning. What in the – well, I guess it's two reasons. First off, playing Utah, right? That needs to be just thrown on the table right away. Utah is a good defense. They have, Second, yeah, probably the best defense in the Pac-12. Probably. The only defense in the Pac-12. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. You have Cal's – as Scott Bogman always says, you have Cal's underrated defense. I don't know. Oregon State's D is pretty good. Good God, Carter. We bring you back, and this is the type of banter you bring. But here's the second thing. What is the Oregon State backfield? Well. Well, Pierce has been great the past two weeks. Is Jamar Jefferson injured? I knew he was banged up, but it looks like they're just feeding the hot-handed Pierce. That's what it looks like from an outsider's perspective. Yeah, for the past four weeks, his carries have just kept increasing. I know, and... Here's the deal. I mean, here's a little seg- segment off here, a little bit, tangent, if you will. Are you dropping Jamar Jefferson? Um, I might. It's tough. I think, In my yeah. opinion, I'm holding on to him one more week. Yeah. I got to see how this Utah game goes. But like, even if he does play, like I don't know how well he's going to do anyways. So that's the thing. Because, right. yeah, Utah's, Utah's defense. Tough. Yeah. And I think they're just going to have to force feed Hodgins. So. Yeah, he'll have a good game. That's someone. Yeah. Well, we'll get, we'll get to him later. He's on this yeah. list. A little preview there. You probably know what way we're leaning now. But just to recap, we are both benching Pierce. Ramahan Davis versus Memphis. You roll with him. Temple has a ground game going. Memphis, look, this game probably could end up being a shootout a little bit. And he's had 20-plus carries. He's kind of their workhorse back right now. I think you roll him out. Yep, he's had yeah twenty plus carries the past two weeks. I think um, he's been getting in the end zone as well. 
um, yeah, I, I'm going to say start him. And Temple's been playing better, too. Carter, you owned him, this next guy, and uh, I know for sure our family league, maybe the pod league, not for sure on that. Gage Walker, Western Kentucky's running back. He's playing Army. He's actually what? he's on my bench right now on our family league just because yeah. Army, um, how they just how they play the game, and they usually have a slow down and play pretty good defense. Um, so right now he's – I was thinking about this for a while, for a while but I think – I have other options that are better. Yeah. So that's tough cuz here's my thinking with it is you have you play army who's going to slow the game down. You're right. You prove a good point. But Gage Walker is pretty much all Western Kentucky has. Like he's the only guy getting touches in that backfield. Yeah. I mean, he's he struggled um pretty bad with Louisville and UAB. Um, I think he got hurt in one of those games, but uh, he had a decent week last week. He only had he had twenty five carries for only one hundred fourteen and touchdown, which is decent. But um, I just I think you can probably depending on your team, I think you can probably find a little bit better option for me. Yeah, I think, yeah, I agree with you. Um, we're both benching Walker, Scotty Phillips against Missouri. Phillips has kind of been up and down this year, just the whole Ole Miss offense. Do you feel comfortable rolling him out against Missouri? Well, he really hasn't had a good week since, like, week their third game, and he only had, like, under 18 points. Um, I'm going to probably bench him just because he really hasn't been all that special, in my opinion. No, and and I I could see this game being a shootout though. So there's a little bit of intrigue by that. Yeah. But but like yeah. Ole Miss is like I don't even know what like what happens with them. Like they're they play Alabama close in the first half, you know, which is fine. But like they're just so up and down. Ole Miss is, I think. Yeah. So you're gonna bench them. Yeah. You think you can find better options? I think yes. so too. This next one is Stevie Scott, who is getting work but not doing anything with it. And he's yeah. playing Rutgers. Okay. So, yeah, he definitely is getting the work. That's just weird. Um, I guess he played uh, their last game was against Michigan State. He's getting, yeah, a lot of carries for the most part. He just... Not very productive, but it is Rutgers, and they are horrible. Yeah, I I think you can start him. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm going to start him just it's because nice just because it's Butkers. Yeah, Carter, did you just purposely call yes. Rutgers Butkers? Yes, I did. <sighs> did I miss these puns and weird like <laughs> play plays on words? I don't know. Travis Die Carter against Colorado. No, thank you. Nope, I'm. Gonna say no to this as well. He's not. I mean, the past two weeks he hasn't done anything. Um, he had one yard against Stanford. So, yeah, I just that's. Oh, I don't know if he got hurt in that game or what the deal is. But the only person I want from that Oregon offense is Herbert. He's the only one putting up. Yeah, like, I don't really. Numbers. Yeah, I don't really 
care about the Oregon offense, really. Gosh, it sucks to say. Because in the past, it just, like, Oregon was, like, fireworks. Didn't matter who was in there. Yeah. You wanted a piece. These last two guys were big names, big names, excuse me, coming into the season. You have Salvin Ahmed. Are you starting him this week? Um, He's playing Arizona, who is horrendous on defense. But you don't – Salvin Ahmed has been two different players. Yeah. It's kind of like the Washington team, and I think there's a connection there is Ahmed sometimes shows up some weeks and he gets 22 carries, but then the next game he gets six carries for 20 yards. You're like, what is going on? Well, Fuller's kind of the same way. They're receiver. Um, one game, yeah, one game he'll have like three catches. The next game he'll have like 10. Um, oh, I just, and I don't, I don't know how I feel about, uh, wait, did you compare Najee to this? Well, not ne- that's the next guy I was just going to okay. talk about. Not necessarily a comparison, but I think they're similar. Yeah, they're two different. I mean, yeah, it depends on how much they get the ball. Right. I So if we're going to compare – so you have Salvin Ahmed versus Washington – or excuse me, he plays Washington versus Arizona, and you have Najee Harris versus Texas A&M. Which one – are you starting – how about this? Are you starting either of them or are you benching both? I'll come out and say this right now. Benching Najee, I'm going to start Ahmed because even if he's getting 10 carries, he's shown in the past that he could just house call one of those. And Arizona is bad enough where I think that Washington could get up and they could run the ball. So if I'm desperate, I'm starting Ahmad. I don't think I'm starting either of them. But between the two, I'm just going to go Najee. To go right. opposite, just because it's it's a bigger game for them uh, against Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. So I think they might like just feed him at you know in the beginning of the game to get him rolling. And if you get him rolling, <laughs> who knows what could happen? I mean, here's a, here's the thing with Najee is you know he's not going to have a big workload. No, but you know he's going to be productive with the touches he gets. Right? He's going to have ten carries, but he's going to average like six yards a carry. Basically, with Najee, you really need a touchdown. But this is also, like, their toughest game they've played so yeah. far, I guess. It's going to be a test. So, maybe Should be a maybe test. he'll get more carries than normal. I don't know. Right. But well, I, I don't think I'm starting either of them. Yeah. Uh, receivers, Carter. It is receiver time. Isaiah Hodgins versus Utah. We talked about this. Look, Utah is going to try to put the clamps on him. But Oregon State's going to be behind. I think you just start him. Oh, 100%. I think you have to start him. Yeah, he's like the best receiver. Yeah, he is. Like, I'm pretty sure fantasy points-wise, he is receiver number one. Or in PPR. At least in the top five at the minimum. I don't have a pulled up in front of me. But he's going to be peppered with targets. They're going to be behind. It's He has a pretty high floor. That's what you want in these kind of tough matchups. You know he's going to probably have at the minimum, like, seven receptions for oh, 80 yeah. yards. Like, yeah. you're guaranteed those numbers. For sure. Okay, so we're both starting them. Daryl Stewart Jr. Uh, against Wisconsin. Man, Stewart's been good. Stewart, excuse me. He's been really good. Mm-hmm. But Wisconsin's defense has been murdering people. I mean, Michigan State's – yeah, they have – Michigan State's defense is really good, too. I mean, Ohio State struggled in the first quarter but exposed them after that. Um, he just, he's very consistent five plus catches at least. 
so I think he's um, a lo- obviously a lower floor than H- Hodgins, but um, I think he's he's going to get the catches. Um, so I think I'm going to start him. Yeah, and it's it's kind of the notion, like you said, it's a big game. They need him. To, they need him to play well if they yeah. want to hang with Wisconsin. Uh, Aesop Winston against Arizona State. This is a no for me. And as much as I love the Washington State offense, look, on the flip side, if you have Anthony Gordon, you're obviously rolling him out because he's throwing the ball God knows how many times. But Arizona State's defense isn't a pushover by any means. No, and with Washington State's receiving, you never know which one it's going to be for the most part. Yeah, Um, definitely. So I'm just – I would stay away from it. Um, Jamar Chase versus Florida. And I just – Joe Burrow has been absolutely lights out, and all these receivers have been absolutely lights out. But you're going to play Florida. Um, so I just, I just don't know. I, this one's tough for me. Would because, you rather start Jefferson? Because he was hurt, and then he, I think he was back last week and went off. I don't know for sure, but I'm leaning towards benching because I was listening to the ITL pod um, earlier today, and Blaze kind of talked about how he was predicting a Joe Burrow regression. And to be honest, I don't think it's that crazy of a theory, mainly because if you look at who LSU has played outside of Texas, LSU has played Georgia Southern Northwestern State and Vandy, and then Utah State. They haven't played anyone, right? Yeah. yeah and he's no. put up these gaudy numbers, but he hasn't played anyone. This week he plays. I mean, it is at home for LSU, but they're he, playing Florida. He looks so good against Texas, though, too. Like, yeah, but te- I know Florida's D is insane. Insane. But That's what I'm saying. I just don't. I don't. I don't want to say Florida's back. It's so weird. I don't like it. Is it better than no. saying Texas is back? Oh. Um, I think. Were... Sorry, I thought you were gonna say like Tim Tebow, Florida back, but oh no, 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 <laughs> absolutely no. not. No, I just, I think Florida. They are a much. I mean, they did win a lot of games last year, I guess, but their defense, they're very improved in the past, like two years ago. Um, I just, I don't know how powerful their offense is. I hate their quarterbacks. I don't really like – I don't know how high-powered their offense is. I think their defense saves them. But um, I I would rather probably start Jefferson than Chase. Chase. Because he's a coming I – I think he's healthy again. Yeah. Here's the deal. I think I'm benching all of them. All the See. LSU receivers and Burrow. And I know that's insane to say because of how good they've been. But I feel like this game is going to get ugly. Well, I'm start- and it's going to be Smash Mouth. I'm starting Jefferson in our industry league. So, all right, got to stick to your guns then. Yeah, Here's another one: Tony Brown slash Chenault. <laughs> yeah, both versus Oregon. Tony Brown, yes for me, right off the bat. He's been great, and I think you can start him regardless if Chenault plays. Chenault is currently day to day. They're playing against Oregon, whose Oregon's defense is okay. It's not anything crazy. But with Chennault, it's you don't he's probably not hundred percent if he plays this week and if he's day to day and it's Wednesday. So I give me Chennault on the bench, Tony Brown in the lineup. 
I'm going to go same. I don't trust Chenault. I love Chenault's talent. I think Chenault's going to be a freak when he gets to the NFL. If yeah, he if stays yeah, that's the thing. That's the million dollars. Like, question. when he's healthy, it's like, oh, sweet, dear God. He's just tearing apart everyone. Yeah. But when's he healthy? <laughs> that's Never. the thing. Right? Never. Uh, Juwan Jennings, Mississippi State. He's surprisingly, as much as Tennessee has been Tennessee, Jawan Jennings has been, like, pretty okay. Like, he's been a solid asset to have against Mississippi State, whose defense is – I mean, it's an SEC defense, but it's not anything that's going to make you, like, panic. I think you're fine rolling him out. I think they need him to win this game. Yeah. I'm, or at I least say, keep it close. I'd say you could probably start him. I, don't, I wouldn't expect uh, anything crazy, but, uh, yeah. I think he's going to – he'll get the receptions. Absolutely. The next one here is Wandell Robinson versus Minnesota. Um, what do we think there? I'm going to say – I think I'm going to start him. Um, is he still playing running back too? He's, he's, playing, he's playing both. He is kind of in a hybrid role – where he's yeah. getting carries, but he also is getting receptions. But here's the deal. This is something to consider when making your lineups for all, for all the people listening. Is you, I think something that needs to be considered is the health of, oh gosh, why? Um, Adrian Martinez. <laughs> I couldn't even think of his name for some reason. Yeah. And Max would be shuddering by me not knowing his name right off the top of my head. And J.D. Spielman. If both of those guys are out, how does that affect Robinson? I think if Spielman misses, I think it helps Robinson because he's going to have to be fed, force-fed. But if Martinez is out, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Because then you're playing with a backup quarterback on the road against Minnesota who, I hate to say this. How are they? I, yeah. yeah I, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Max isn't on this show, so I don't mind saying it because if he was, he'd probably like start throwing things in celebratory fashion, is that Minnesota's been solid this year. And I, uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, okay, they are they, they, They've been winning games. That's the thing, is they've been winning games. They're the undefeated. They've played, <sighs> like, absolutely. It's like they've been playing 11 on zero, the teams that they've been playing. But... <laughs> I know, but 5 – or what are they? Are they 5-0? and Minnesota 5-0 and or 6-0? and I want to say 5. Yeah, six no would mean they'd be below eligible, and I haven't seen anything like that. Yeah, they played Illinois, Purdue, Georgia Southern, Fresno State, and South Dakota. Yeah, and they all they, all these games are close, except Minnesota punished Illinois. They should have lost to South Dakota. That was week one, though. Yeah. So back to starting or sitting Wandale. I think you got to start him. I think the volume's there. He's gonna get his usage. Yeah. Yep. Little, this is a special for me, but I'm going to try to take my bias out of it. Tristan Jackson versus at NC State. Tommy uh, DeVito has looked competent. Yes, he's oh, improving. He's, gonna, <laughs> he's improving. He is learning how to play the football. Um, he was slightly banged up, but he seems to be full go now. And Tristan Jackson's been solid this year. A little bit up and down, but pretty solid for the most part. And I think with NC State, I mean, NC State lost to West Virginia. So, I expect I I'm a, I'm gonna start Jackson because I am starting him in multiple leagues, but even besides that, I think you're still good to start him being a Syracuse number one. I'm gonna agree because he's had pretty good weeks, and the 
two weeks he hasn't been good was week one against Liberty, and uh, their quarterback play was uh, atrocious. Bl- yes, and then it's horrible. His other bad game was against Clemson, and they yeah. steamrolled. And so. Outside those games, he's been good. Yeah. So I think you're good to roll him out. This last one here is Kobe Smith for the San Diego State Aztecs. Kind of a weird, weird thing we're mentioning a receiver from there versus Wyoming. Yeah, Carter, since... disclaimer for people that don't know, I'm pretty. Was it 98? Was he number 98 or 92? 92. Kobe Smith is number 92, and he plays receiver. Can we just take a minute to appreciate how great that is? He's number 92, and and look, is that even legal? Like. A legal receiver number? I don't I feel, know. I it feel doesn't like that matter. has to be. Yeah, well, it has to be. They're letting him play with it, but <laughs> it's like, why? Like, every receiver's either, like, one through, like, I don't know, 30, and then, like, you have your 80s. But, look, his last his last um, four games against UCLA, 7 for 131 and 1. Uh, against Utah State, 7 for 102 and 1. Colorado State, 7, 101 and 2. The guy has been solid. Like, that is consistency. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's getting the receptions. He's barely inching over the 100-yard mark, but I guess that's not really that big of a deal. It depends on your league. Yeah, and if you have bonuses or anything like yeah. that. But, dude, he's all they got on offense right now. Like, that running game is not doing anything. From, like, a, a contingent start-sit standpoint, I'd say you probably would start him. I think, you, I think you're good to start him against Wyoming. Wyoming's defense is fine, but, like we said, it's not crazy. All right, Carter, it's time. It's sleeper time. Me and Carter picked three sleepers that we think these guys are low-owned. Kind of some interesting big names in here that were injured earlier in the season, but kind of coming back to a little bit. And here we go. Let's roll into them. I'll start. First one, Trey Harbison versus Ohio. He had a monster game last week against Ball State. They finally got the running game going, and look – NIU's schedule leading up to Ball State has been absolutely brutal. NIU has played, so they had Illinois State, which he ran for right under 100 yards, like 99 yards. Then they played Utah, Nebraska, Vanderbilt. That's a rough stretch of games for a MAC team. And then he, last week against Ball State, Harbison went for 22-146-2. and two. That is a great game. And the next closest running back, Carter, got one carry. Dang. Right? So he's kind of filling that NIU um, workhorse role we've seen in the past. And this week he plays Ohio, who has been atrocious against the run. So I think if you're desperate, you need a flex, you got guys on by, I think he's a fine flex sleeper. Next one here is Brandon Ayuk, Arizona State. He's been pretty good for them, and they're playing Washington State, which – I mean, looking what UCLA did to Washington State's defense, I think he's a good play. I think he's what they got through the air, and he should produce for you. Last one, Amari Davis, he, he's New Mexico's running back. He's a bell cow. He's getting a lot of touches, and they're going against Colorado State. And Colorado State's defense is a dumpster fire. Yes. Any of those, Carter, that make you want to, like, throw up in your mouth at all? Or can you kind of see where I'm coming from yeah, on those sleepers? Uh, yeah, I see. I mean, they're sleepers for a reason, so. Right? They're kind of some reaches. But, Carter, you got some big names sprinkled in yours, but they are low-owned low guys. 
So let's walk through your sleepers this week. Um, my first one is Rodney Smith. He's under 50% on, which I kind of was surprised by because he's been getting the heavy workload the past three weeks. I think he's been over like 20 carries um, against a <clears throat> big game for them. See if they can stay undefeated. I don't know if they will against Nebraska. Um, and then the next one I have is who I had in the beginning of the season, but I had to drop because he got hurt on the first plays. Jafar Armstrong um, for Notre Dame against USC. He's questionable if he's going to be back. I think he's participated in practice. So, and I think they're saying if he plays, he's going to take over the starting role again. Um, so I think there's some high potential there for that. And then I have Darius Bradwell from Tulane against the fighting UConn Huskies. Primarily because UConn is just horrible. They are a bad defense. It's like, but here's the thing. Year after year after year, they're a bad defense. At what point do they not either, A, get the recruits, and I know they're UConn, so it's like, okay, getting recruits up there, I understand, can be a challenge. You don't have the pipeline in Southern States. But, my God, you you can't fix the defense at all? (laughs) Yeah, it's bad. Really bad. Real bad. That's kind of, I mean, I don't, Bradwell doesn't get that many carries, but he could he could go off just because it's UConn. So I just decided to throw that one in there. Yeah, that I mean, look, I see where you're coming from on all these guys. I think they'd be very good. I think Armstrong, the only one with him is yes, they want him to come back as lead back, but you don't know how many how his touches are going to look this week, right? Yeah. But it's against USC, and they might need him. They might just say screw it and give him a lot of touches. You know, yeah, we'll have to wait to see what they say in a, couple a little days. closer to yeah, yeah, a little closer to game time. Absolutely. Well, that's gonna do it for our show, for mainly our content here. Carter, do you know who you play in the industry CFF pod league? I play Max, I think. Yeah, you do. Are you gonna beat him? Are you gonna uh, put him in the ground? Oh God, I don't. My team is so bad. Like. You have Darrington Evans tonight, Carter. Who yeah, has, I, don't, I don't think he's doing anything. At halftime, he has 10 carries for 44 yards. Well, that's that's what he does. He gets touchdowns. That's what he thrives off of. Right. I think, um, I, got, I, think I got the CFF Nate. Yes, I do. That's going to be a tough game because I got some guys on bye. It's going to be rough, but, you know, oh, he has Jalen Hurts. Oh, that's, de- that's depressing. <laughs> Good night. Yeah, you know who Jalen Hurts plays, though, Carter? Doesn't matter. Longhorn Network, baby! (laughs) All right, that is going to do it for our show. My throat hurts. I regret that decision. If you like what we're doing here, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Until next time, take it easy. Go Bucks, baby.